Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to the Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we talk about and celebrate Star Trek for the voyage home one minute at a time. I'm David Stoker. I'm Chris LaSalle. Hello, Chris. Hey, Dave. So this is one of those minutes, you know, um, that you come across that just, it just doesn't, there's just nothing in it. It's not like there's a blank screen or anything, but there's just <laughs> there's just not much going on. Um, so we've arrived at minute number 93, mm-hmm. and uh, this minute starts with uh, George and Gracie and ends with the whalers waiting to strike. Yes. I believe there is zero dialogue in this minute. Uh, it is all suspenseful music, mm-hmm. and it is basically a minute of montage. <laughs> Montage, kind of. I think there's a the uh, there is a line of dialogue. The captain yells something. Oh, he does. Yes, he yells to the yeah. the guys on the front of the boat. Why do I think these guys are Russian? Is that is that just me being like totally? Oh, the bad guys are Russians. Um, I think there is that, and I I just think because they're in the Bering Sea and that's near Russia. So okay. all right, I, I think that that's why you that, get the that could be it. Yeah. So you're not, you don't think I'm crazy thinking they're Russian? No, no, I, I assume they were Russian. Okay. The Russians, well, it's, it's the 80s, man. The Russians are the bad guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so <clears throat> I guess let's just take it through, right? So it starts with, uh, continues from the last minute, George and Gracie swimming through the water, making their yep. break for it. Um, you wonder if they know they're in trouble. Um, or they're like, I... they're like, man, this water's cold. We're free. We're free. I think that's what they're thinking. Okay. Uh, there's more. There's another shot of of them breaching. Um, yes. And and this this reinforces for me my opinion that these are real whales in these shots. Okay. <laughs> okay, but you're wrong. Is it, do I, you mean do you mean in all the shots we're seeing now, or no, do you just no, no. mean in the breaching scenes? The breaching scenes. Okay, because I was going to say that as fantastic as the whales look, I mean, the models are top notch. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are they the way they move and everything. However, when the fins move, they look they they uh, they sort of reverberate a little bit uh-huh. and you can sort of see that they're fake. You can see um, the propellers so you, underneath. <laughs> no, it's just like it just. <laughs> To me, it just looks like there's no muscle musculature. Yes, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Oh, and the yeah. and the fins. So it's just like, imagine you have a saw and like you move it and mm-hmm. like as if it was your thing. You know, it's gonna still sort of flap. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you're seeing a little bit of the plasticky, non-structured fin just sort of flapping there. I see. Yeah, like the like Big Bird's Big Bird's other arm. That's yeah. You know, it doesn't have a puppet hand in it. It's just sitting there, kind of just kind of bounces around. Like that? Eh, not really, but anyway, <laughs> I'm trying, um, man. <laughs> so they so they breached, and then we get the you know the captain. I'm assuming he's the captain because he's got the hat and the binoculars. Yep. He calls out to the the dudes. Yeah, you know, obviously, and they're lower level because they 
the captain and the first mate are wearing the black jackets with the blue turtleneck, and you know they both have black caps on. Mm-hmm. And they're yelling to the two grunts who are wearing blue sweaters with different color hats, and they don't have matching pants. So they're clearly not part of the leadership team on the boat. They're just use the grunts. Is that what you call the, them? They're the grunts. The, the guy on the left, uh, I could swear that's John Larroquette. <laughs> could he could he be back for a, you know cameo? Could this be him as an uncredited cameo? And um, I think that that would that would have been brilliant if it was. I don't think it is, but uh, it looks like they took John Larroquette and put old man makeup on him. Yeah, totally. Um, this harpoon, it looks pretty legit. Uh, yeah. Like these, I, I wonder if these guys are actually, you know, they did, if and Nimoy and Paramount hired a whaling ship and just, you know, because these guys look like they know what they're doing. That harpoon looks legit. They're wearing work gloves. They've got, you know, they, they, they look, they don't, they don't, I'm just saying they don't look like I'll actors. I'll put on a pair of work gloves for you, Chris. Do you think I'm a whaler? All right. I'm, oh, oh. <laughs> touche. I'm just saying, I think, you know, I get the sense that, these guys know what they're doing. Although, so, <laughs> although John Larroquette has the harpoon pointed directly at his head <laughs> in this shot. <laughs> That's probably something you don't want to do, right? I mean, would you put a loaded gun like pointed at your head like that? So that makes me... <laughs> so that makes me think of... <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't stop. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. Um, it makes me think of Johnny Dangerously when they're all in the they're all in Johnny's office and Joe Piscopo I think shoots one of the guys and he's like, "Oh, did I get you?" That's right. Like, I'm, I'm really sorry. Waiting. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just waiting for the um, you know the harpoon to get the guy and the guy goes, "Ooh, sorry," you know. Ooh, that's gonna sting. <laughs> Look like it hurt. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, I think these are real sailors, other than they've got a live harpoon pointed at their face, and that's probably not. I, I don't smart. know about the dude on the right. Like, I, I keep looking at his hat. Yeah. And it looks like it's 10 sizes too small for his head because it's not even covering his head. Yeah. It's almost like, like a yarmulke. It's not like covering his ears. Usually, when I wear a hat, it's like I want it down over my ears because, you know, that's where I'm going to get cold. And it's like barely, you know, I'm assuming he wants that 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 glorious feathering of his hair to be shown because it's not covering any of that front. It is the 80s, remember? Yes, it's true. But you're right. From when you look at him dead on, like, oh, there's that guy, you know, and then he turns around like, oh, he's wearing a hat. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, can't he's tell. He's looking he's at you like a little tiny hat. Yeah. Uh, all right, so the whales breach again out on the ocean, yep. and uh, and then we see them turning the harpoon around and John Larroquette ducking. Yep. So he's now like, he decides to duck. It's like I gotta, I get ready. He's he's taking aim, and then and then we see a, uh, a I mean I don't know, must be one of the best shots of this of the movie. Um, we see the shot of the the front of the ship mm-hmm. cutting through the water. Yes. Closing in. The best shot of the movie? Kidding. Well, you've got all that. You've got all that great tension music that's going on through this whole minute. I guess. Can you feel it building? 
know mm. which did that. No. Uh, we probably get one of the worst shots of George, George and Gracie after that one. Um, they to me they look like they're like blue screened into yes into and the like shot into, is, into the water yes. yeah so something something not right there yeah um another another tension building shot of the ship um and then back to power dive yep <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> Well, we do get a shot of yeah. We so we get a shot of the power dive that's taken. So again, they're at full. They're still at full impulse power. That's right. They're at a full power descent. I feel like they would have shot right through the planet. Yeah, or at least like boiled the ocean below them or something, right? It just it's just how far away were they pull when up, they started? Pull up. <laughs> um, we do get a good shot of Jillian. Um, she's either super nervous or she's about to lose her lunch. Yep, I said pr- I had praying or about to throw up. Yeah, yeah. She's she looks like you know, I can't I can't tell if it's a because they're you know, power diving. Yeah, power diving. And sorry, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching the minute as I'm I'm like trying to think. I'm like, what are they doing? Oh yeah, they're power diving. They're power. Um, you know, uh, yeah. If it's she's just worried because you know that last minute she asks, you know, are we too are we too late? Uh, do you think heart- she should have? Do you think she should have asked him? You know, because Kirk is just like he's in rescue mode. Mm-hmm. Do you think she should have said like, "Are you gonna? Don't you have any weapons on this thing to blow them up? <laughs> to blow them up? You know, you know. Don't you have any nukes on this thing or some <laughs> missiles or something? Nukes would have been perfect, right? But, yeah, <laughs> she definitely should have said nukes. That would have fit right in. Uh, yeah, that would have been that would have been totally a Jillian thing to say. Can we blow them off? Blow them out of the water. Uh, okay, I did. Have, so we are now forty-seven seconds into this. Yes. <laughs> tension-filled minute. The shot of the harpoon. Yes. Great shot of the harpoon. My note was: I've got I, at this point, I'm getting a Jaws vibe from this minute. A little bit, yeah. This makes me think of Quint out on the little parapet thing with his. Mm. Uh, well, it's actually he's. It's a. Isn't it a harpoon gun that he's got? He's shooting he's, little harpoons. He, yeah, so Quint is shooting little... He's shooting a rifle with harpoons in them. This is a cannon. I mean, the harpoon is, you know, would... Yeah, that thing is... Go nasty. right through. Yeah. yeah. They don't want to miss with this thing. No. Yeah, that thing, and you know, I was looking at it, you know, it looks like there's like a rubber band tied around it. <laughs> no, a little black rubber. I don't know what it is, but you, yeah. can t- you can tell like if that popped off, there's like prongs that would stick out. So I'm, yeah. I'm wondering if that's meant to if that when it latches on, latches on, goes into the whale. Those prongs pop out, and like oh, the thing is nasty. Oh, it's possible. So the so yeah, when the harpoon goes in, the the rubber band gets sort of pushed back, and then those things. Yeah. So when they're pulling the the line back, and they sort of dig into the flesh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good call. That's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, remember, whaling is bad, folks. Yes. Nobody likes a whaler, bad. and there's another nope. reason why. Look how cruel that is. Yeah. Yeah. We do get a. So you were talking about last minute about the futuristic, um, you know, uh, ship looking like a submarine, mm. and I feel like this looks pretty cool. They got like the, you know, they have the the power over to the left. You know, the gold. You know, where you you know. Mm. 
Yep. He's obviously, you know, pushing the engine, and then they got like look like some sort of compass gyroscope thing in front of the 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 mate, the first mate, the driver. Yeah, I mean that's pretty cool, and it closes. Looks like it has like a little door that closes it. Yeah, like weather weatherproofing or whatever. Yeah, that's pretty uh, cool. What do you think the captain? What's in front of the captain though? It's a like it looks like this is a screen is it like no I, I wonder if it's a hole that he can call down to the people down below and say hello <laughs> okay maybe i think it's open i really i do i think i think it's open i think it's open for him to call down and say okay you know you know ready ready the the, the hold or whatever i'll give you that uh i will say that throttle that you pointed out um, yeah uh Definitely makes me think of the throttle they gave Sulu in the reboot, right? We never, really, oh, yes. we never really mm-hmm. see, you know, the how Sulu, you know, gets the ship, gets the ship, starts moving the ship. Yeah, jeez, could my grammar be any worse today? Uh, but they gave him that that throttle in in, yep. in the reboot, and that's what that makes me think of. Anyway. The end of the minute. This yeah, minute is, yeah, this is this, this is, is a rough a, one. Yeah, there wasn't. Uh, you know, uh, I get it. There's a there's a scene with, um, you know, uh, it's a chase. It's, uh, but there's just not a lot going on. It's different scenes of the whales and the boat, and you know, we're seeing like the front of the boat and cutting through. I mean. <clears throat> yeah. I, I feel like they could have done some better angles there. I don't know if this was sort of like. You know, they just they they wrote in the script it just said chase, and you know this is what they put together. Insert because chase here. <laughs> yeah, insert chase. Because I feel like they could have done something a little different, a little more flashier. Um, and the fact that we're not seeing anything from the ship's perspective a lot. You know, we're just seeing them in their power dive, mm. and. Again, I, 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 I'm, I'm having trouble rationalizing the speed at which they're going. The, so uh, they're at ten thousand. So they're at the ten thousand feet. Yep. Um, you know, and that's pretty high. But you know, if they're going into a power dive, I would think that eventually, you know, how far were they away? Six hundred. Six hundred nautical. nautical miles. Yeah. I, I just I feel like. Yeah. Again, they'd be there in an in instant. Yeah. There is a in the comic book adaptation uh, before they go into the power dive. Yeah. Um, Kirk tells uh, Chekhov to activate the cloaking device, which I thought they when they left. Yep. He confirmed that the cloaking device the cloaking device has been on the whole time. Has been my understanding. Right. right? They left. It was it was on when they left Golden Gate Park. Yes. So so I'm not sure why he's telling him to activate it in the comic book adaptation. Well, was it on, or we did? Just, he just said it was. It was um, working, didn't he? he? He said it was working. Um, he said were, cloaking they, device is stable, all systems normal. Right. So but, I'm assuming, yeah, it was still on when they left Golden Gate. So yeah, why would he ask them to activate it? Right. Right. And why would they turn it off? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Especially all the flying scenes. That, you know, it's interesting. You know, we, and now I'm jumping back in a minute. You know, like we're flying over San Francisco, those weird angles, and flying through mm. the clouds like Superman. Um, yes. What's interesting about those shots is you don't see the ship. So in some ways, it kind of reinforces that they're cloaked. You know, I mean, usually if you see, you know, you're seeing someone fly, or what, you, you also right. see the ship in the sky, right? Your camera's like behind the ship. Yeah. Um, 
anyway, <laughs> clearly I have nothing to talk about for this minute, so now I'm going to go back to other minutes. <laughs> um, all right. I, that's all I got, buddy. What, what about you? Yeah, no, that's that's it. I mean, it's just a, it seems like it's a filler minute, and it, and it this is one of those things that um, that is gonna. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think to Star Trek the motion picture. Yes, and there are a lot of moments where there are minutes where nothing happens. <laughs> it's going to be our our. Uh... I don't even know what our Mona Lisa. Is he, we, it's we either going to be our the motion. <laughs> it's either going to be our triumph or our biggest disaster. <laughs> someday, someday. Right. Uh, all right, man. Let's wrap it up. It's uh, yeah. it's Friday, so uh, it's Patreon day. Hey, Yay! it's time to thank our patrons. Uh, those of you who have gone out to StarTrekMinute.com, clicked become a patron, and then became a patron. You got some swag from us. You're helping the show out with your yep. donations. And now we're going to thank you one by one. Here yes. we go. Uh, I'm going to try and go random. Okay, do random. Okay. Uh, we're gonna do thank, it. We're going to thank Captain America. Steve Rogers. Uh, the Carlisles. Hey. Uh, Conrad. Hey, thanks, Conrad. Andrew. Hey, thanks, Andrew. Vibrant Visionaries. Hey, Heidi Bennett. Giraffe Bear. We love Giraffe Bear and all their felt products. Yes, we do. Uh, sp- spooky Thanksgiving name. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, Con Noonian Chain. <laughs> you finally uh, put it nah, in there. I got to do that. I, I'll do, I, will, I will get better at that, I promise. That was terrible. Uh, and then finally, uh, oh, no, not finally. Oh, Oh, see, I, I'm not doing a good job with random. Yeah. Uh, Quark's Q-tips. Yep. Thank you, sir. Uh, or madam. Yep. Uh, and did I already thank Sagacious Crumb? Uh, we didn't. We I don't didn't. think we thanked Kevin either. Uh, we didn't? Oh, uh, no. okay. See, so see random is just random not, is not good. <laughs> we got to go in some sort of order. Um, uh, I was trying I'm to... sure I, we might have missed someone. Uh, uh, so thanks, Sagacious. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> Timmy Bricks. Timmy Thanks, Bricks. Timmy Bricks, our favorite Lego friend. Oh, my God. I totally bombed on that, guys. You did. You totally but, bombed on this one. Um, if we forgot you, uh, let us know, and uh, yes. we will humbly apologize. And thank you twice next week. Uh, but, yeah, thanks to all of you, our, our folks who are uh, sponsoring the show. Uh, yep. If you haven't done so already, StarTrekMinute.com. Click the Become a Patron link for yep. more information. And uh, we're going to head into the weekend. Um and uh, we'll be back on Monday talking about Minute 94 of The Voyage Home here at the Star Trek Minute. Bye now. Goodbye. 94. <laughs>